The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. After the Sabbath and towards dawn on the first day of the week, Mary of Magdala and the other Mary went to visit the tomb. And all at once there was a violent earthquake, for the angel of the Lord descending from heaven came and rolled away the stone and sat on it. His face was like lightning, his robe white as snow. The guards were so shaken, so frightened of him, that they were like dead men. But the angel spoke and he said to the woman, There is no need for you to be afraid. I know you are looking for Jesus who was crucified. He is not here, for he has risen as he said he would. Come and see the place where he lay. Then go quickly and tell his disciples. He has risen from the dead and now he is going before you to Galilee. It is there you will see him. Now I have told you. Filled with awe and great joy, the women came quickly away from the tomb and ran to tell the disciples. And there coming to meet them was Jesus. Greetings, he said. And the women came up to him and falling down before him, clasped his feet. And Jesus said to them, Do not be afraid. Go and tell my brothers that they must leave for Galilee. They will see me there. Ko te rongi pai ariki. The Gospel of the Lord. Remember back to the first reading. We started with darkness, and God said, let there be light. We had the people of Israel (coughs) camped out, the Red Sea with the Egyptians on their tails, and the Red Sea in front of them, and they had to wait out the whole night. And here it is, it's still night, still before dawn, when Mary Magdalene and the other Mary went to the tomb. They were going to weep at the tomb of someone they loved. They had no idea what was about to happen. And then as they got to the tomb, there was this 
this earthquake and we hear in Matthew's account an angel coming down from heaven and sitting on the rock. And what are they confronted with? Nothing. An empty tomb. It is full of nothingness. And that's the point. God brings life out of nothingness. When all seems dark and in despair, he triumphs. And all he asks of us is faith. No one saw the moment when Jesus rose from the dead. But then there's these encounters with him over the next few days, the next 40 days until he ascends into heaven. It'd be lovely, wouldn't it, if God would just turn up when we wanted him to. When we prayed, Lord, I really need help with this. Lord, I'd like a cure for this person. Why are you allowing this to happen? But that's that Harry Potter sort of God. And that's why Jesus got so frustrated with the people when they're always looking for the miracles. Now it's always about relationship. It's relationship with him. This is what we're called to. And we have to know and recognize him and him, one who is faithful, one who is faithful to us in our good times and in our bad. When we're living as a good Christian, and even not living as a good Christian. He is always faithful to us. Because our God is captivated by us. St. John says God is love. And those who live in love live in God and God lives in them. And so that experience we have of love is the closest understanding we've got the very mystery of God. Which brings us to the tomb. Which brings us to the tombs of and graves of, of our family members. I've brought mum and dad along tonight. It's the last photo taken of my father. He died a week later. He just dropped dead. No warning. And that's really hard for a family. It was hard for us. We never got to say our goodbyes. And it's so easy for us to, to think of, of our loved ones and mourn their loss. As I said the other day, I went to their graves just a few weeks ago and wept at their graves. We go to their graves because their body lies in the safekeeping of the earth there and we somehow feel close to them. But the truth of the mystery that we celebrate is not a mystery or a celebration of the dead, but of the living. 
It's a beautiful prayer for the blessing of a grave. Lord Jesus Christ, by your own three days in the tomb, you made holy the graves of all who believe in you. May our loved one who we bury here today sleep in peace until you raise him to glory, for you are the resurrection and the hope. And I've missed out a little bit, the most important little bit, and so makes the grave a sign of hope, even as it claims our mortal bodies. The grave is a sign of hope, even as it claims our mortal bodies. That's what we celebrate tonight. It's not just about Jesus rising. It's about mum and dad rising, my sister Dorothy, my niece Kerry, all my family members who have died, all the friends that, I've, that have died. It's about those people I've ministered to as a priest. They're rising to new life in Christ. Tonight, we celebrate the wonder of Christ risen and all our loved ones risen as well. I ask that you bring a candle to tonight's Mass. And we're going to use the candle shortly if you haven't already got your candle lit. But after the Mass tonight, please leave your candle below the photos of your loved ones who have died. And as you look at them and still grieve their loss, know that they are united in the love of Christ who conquers all things. And they look on us with a love that they could never love us with in this life. Christ is risen because he is risen we too will rise with him.